say the meek will inherit the earth, we say the nerds are already in control. Welcome to the Frackin' Nerds, episode number 153. I'm your host, Doc Martin, joining me on the show today. Elrock. Hi, Elrock. How are you doing? It's a nice day outside. It is a nice day. It's been uh, moving more shit out of this condo and into the dumpster. But as always, the days, that <laughs> I, the, fire. the days that I am off is when the dumpster is completely full. So I can only get so much shit thrown into the dumpster before then I have to start moving more shit to the living room to be ready for the next time I can start dumping shit into the... Uh, Oh my is God. that supposed to be a metaphor for the show or something? No, I'm not sure I understand. No, <laughs> like, not at all. <laughs> days off, I do the show, and the dumpster's full. <laughs> Hence, I've cleaned out all my shit. <laughs> no, no, no. I just, I just and wish, put it into the show. <laughs> I just wish like Monday would be dumpster day cleaning and not random in the middle of a Wednesday or Thursday when I'm working typically. So many dirty jokes to make from that. <laughs> all right. Well, on the show today, there's a possible Indy 5, lots of Amazon news, and Microsoft wants to play with everyone. But our Twitter question of the week, are you going to see Batman versus Superman this weekend? See. I am not. I have plans to see it Friday. I am not. I am, uh, well, one, I'm working, like, all freaking weekend. And then I was like, I'm just waiting for the $5 on uh, Tuesday. Yeah, my, uh, this is actually one of the first weekends I have off since I started the job. Like, I have the full Friday, Saturday, Sunday, so this is the only way I'm going to be able to take advantage of it. Now, speaking of movie, I did go see 10 Cloverfield Lane. I thought that was very good. I still never saw the original Cloverfield, so do I have to see that first? Um, no, but the funny part is is I went with a friend to go see it, and they were expecting, because uh, they go, I want to see like a scary movie. And I was like, well, it's it's a suspense and scary, I would assume. Yeah, They thought it was going to be a ghost movie. <clears throat> they had never seen Whoops. Cloverfield, and then they turned to me at the end. They go, was there another movie this is associated with? And I was like, yeah, Cloverfield, I think it was called. So. <laughs> Uh, I know some people don't like the ending because it, you build it the certain way and then it just goes a complete, you know, 180, whatever direction the, from from where it was going. But, I mean, I feel it's still kind of connected to Cloverfield, depending on if you believe, I don't know, it's, it's weird. But it's a good That's movie. It. I can't make that comparison like i said i haven't seen the original cloverfield be like oh i wonder if they had such and such and such and such but the movies but the movies primarily focusing on abuse is what it is is it an abusive relationship well it's kind of it's it's what abusive relationship would look like i'm so confused <laughs> what are we talking about on the show today it's in cloverfield lane that's what it's about oh it's, my god it's a suspense movie but it's a metaphor it is it's a metaphor <laughs> for abuse so when you go into it kind of that's what you should be expecting. Had that shit go from Microsoft. Cryptic metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, if you're if you're out in the theaters on Tuesday, you'll see me probably seeing Batman versus Superman. Though I'm kind of like not heard any. They, I don't know why there's an embargo for reviews when we're only a few days away. I still don't know either. Apparently, from from what few I've read in terms of like screen from screenings. Apparently, a lot of fans really like it. Um, well, now, granted, when it comes to Zack Snyder movies, it's like a, it's like how it used to be on Nickelback songs in the early two thousands. Like the first time I heard it, I was like, "This isn't bad." And then after a week, I just fucking hated it because it was on the radio so goddamn much. Well, <laughs> same thing with same thing with the same thing with Zack Snyder movies. Like you, I initially liked them at first, but they don't. 
but I, but stand I, the test of I, time. But you're saying the fans because I bet there were fans that went to go see screenings of Fantastic Four and were like, they probably liked it. Yeah, loving this is awesome. This is what we. This is the doom we needed. Right, which is why I was, which is why I was playing, cl- trying to play it close to the chest. I'm like, you know, this probably is just going to be whatever. Like these probably don't mean anything, but apparently there were a lot of. Uh, one general consensus that I gathered is that a lot of the most of the positivity it's was saved right? was was saved for the introduction of Wonder Woman. And honestly, god. I feel that's fine because really? she's never been in a movie. Oh my god. She's never been in a movie. Like Batman and Superman have Why been Why do people have such the boners for Wonder Woman? I don't I, understand the question. Well, like, I mean, what, what are what are we getting at here? Is it? Just, I just I don't understand why people are just so infatuated with Wonder Woman. I don't care about her. I think she, I always I think really she's care. been a great character. She's iconic as well. Well, she, she's been around a long time because you know DC doesn't really have any other strong females. She also has. Well, to be fair, Marvel doesn't either. <laughs> <laughs> no, one, but believe me, in the part of Iron Man two, no one would have had two fucks to say about Black Widow, and you can't argue otherwise. It's well, not. Yeah. It's not a fucking thing. Same thing with Captain Marvel. Like until they announced it was going to be a movie, who the fuck gave two shits about Carol Danvers? I like Carol Danvers, mm-hmm. but I'm a comic book fan. Well, actually, <laughs> the uh, the the new run of her with the 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 Islamic girl actually got a lot of notoriety when it came out. One because of giving it to an Islamic woman, and then two, how well the story was written. Right, right, right. And um, but that's different. That's. I don't know. <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Um, in any case, that's why I always feel like Image and other indie comics are better in regards to creating stronger female characters than ooh, she's got powers and she can do things. Woo. Well, the cool thing is, the thing is, in Marvel, they've had opportunities for that, and and I don't mean just in the MCU. I mean just Marvel in general. Like, for example, in the X Men, like Storm has always been portrayed as a very powerful female character, but in the movies, you wouldn't know it. If all you do is watch the movies, you wouldn't fucking know it. Yeah, because but, but then is she stronger than her husband? You mean Black Panther? Spoilers. <laughs> well, first of all, they're not together anymore, so that's I not know. a spoiler. Well, if you, um, if you didn't know I'd, that they were I'd argue together. that she is, though. I mean, Black Panther's like... I mean, he's he's strong. He's like... He's fast. He, to me... He, he, could, he could match up... In terms of, like, endurance and ability and... You know, skills and everything. He could probably match up to Captain America, but Captain America is not superhuman. He's what's referred to as peak human. Whereas Storm can fucking call, change the weather at a, on a whim. Right. That's a little bit more powerful than just being able to run fast. You know. Now, granted, if it's a one one v one fight, they're trying to punch each other. Then clearly, Black Panther's probably not losing that. But uh, <laughs> even though Storm did fuck up Callisto or whatever her name is from the Morlocks that one time, um, so she can hold her own. I don't think that's a fair comparison, but even beyond Storm, uh, Jean Grey as well, they started an entire, like, the, arguably the biggest X-Men storyline was centered around her. Yeah, so. but was Jean Grey powerful because she got the Phoenix inside of her? She was already pretty powerful prior to that. She just hadn't developed. Because look what happened when the Phoenix yet. came back. Right. You're talking about in terms of uh, Avengers versus X-Men? That's correct. Okay. I mean, it, essence, divided itself, it, it divided itself. It corrupted them too. It divided itself amongst five entities, and no, no single X Men or probably even Marvel characters as powerful as the Phoenix Force. And that's probably that could be our Twitter question: Who would you place above the Phoenix Force in terms of fucking power level? There's not much of it. No, Phoenix Force is smiting Thor because fuck Thor. <laughs> that's, that's not that's not a thing. Um, she beat the Phoenix Force beat Gladiator, and Gladiator is like superhuman levels of you know perfection in terms of everything physical. Oh, really? Yeah, Gladiator was a member of a... Have you heard of the Shi'ar Empire? No. It's an intergalactic federation that 
sided with the X-Men through pretty much everything, but then the Phoenix thing happened, and all of a sudden it was like betrayal and all this horrible shit. Oh, really? Phoenix, as an entity, fought Gladiator, who was like their strongest by far. He's Superman with a mohawk. Why is this Phoenix entity the of him. flying around the universe looking for a... Fortunately, that I cannot remember. It was, it's the Guardian. I all remember is it's. I actually remember a couple of things. It was the Guardian of the Crystal, the Omicron Crystal, which was being held slash pursued by an entity of the Shi'ar Empire. I think it was. I think his name was Dakin. Okay. Not Dakin. That was. Uh, that's Wolverine's son. So similar name, and um, they ended up thwarting that. Then Phoenix comes back. Shit gets bad. Right. She eats, you know, she devours the entire solar system and ugh, it was bad. It was real, real bad. You think that the Phoenix said, Force is stronger than, like, uh... I think the Phoenix Force could beat Superman. <laughs> that's, without, <laughs> that's without... That's not even close. Um, but anyway, back to strong females. There's always... I feel there's always the opportunity to be able to create them, but... You know, once a, from the era which all these characters came from that people love and appreciate, it was a different time. There weren't many of them. Wonder Woman was about the only one. Do you think a lot of times the reason they have not created a lot of strong females is because the people that have, are now creating and writing them or have been doing it since, you know, 70s up until now is they grew up with these male characters that they looked up to. That's what I'm saying. And, it was a different time. Yeah. And now we are getting a lot of female writers and artists coming in. And then you've got the people like, you know, Matt Fraction and stuff like that that have a good idea of how to create strong female characters. Joss Whedon. Joss, Joss yeah. Whedon has done very good things with female characters before. So, you know, I don't I think it's been, it, it's been a lot of and you, I guess you can't really blame it cuz just it's just guys getting into the business that grew up looking at only at particular guys is we people you can blame it on is the original creators that never really created strong female characters. But then again, they probably thought those wouldn't sell. A lot of the females I recall from that time were on teams, as I mentioned before. Jean Grey, Storm, much later. Uh, you could argue Invisible Woman, but there were never any solo females outside of Wonder Woman. And the JLA wasn't a thing for quite a while. Solo Woman, Solo Woman, Wonder Woman. <laughs> that's funny. Was her own title for quite some time before the big three finally became a thing. I don't. Re- I mean, I couldn't tell you how popular she was in the '60s. I have no fucking clue. I wasn't alive in the '60s, but there definitely weren't that many. Independent female comic characters. No, there they wasn't. Were all, they were all teams, but like you said, and like I mentioned before, that I feel a lot of it is due to ways of nostalgia. You have this appreciation for these characters during that time, and a large majority of them here are read almost all of them were male. No, uh, pretty very much, so, very yeah. much all the solo ones too: Superman, yeah. Batman, Spider Man, The Incredible Hulk, Captain America. You know, like, all solo acts. Well, now we're getting like you know. Spider Gwen and uh, we're getting Silk and you know stuff like Gwen Pool. Gwen fucking hate the concept of Gwen Pool. I think it's so stupid. <laughs> yeah, but it's taken off. Like it's the it's an alternate reality of an alternate reality. It's it's a little it's a little much. It's a little much. <laughs> it's like man, y'all went way deep into the rabbit hole there. I don't know what that means. But that oh, it's just the email. Uh, the Phoenix Force is an immortal, immutable manifestation of the prime universe force of life and passion. Born of the yep. void between states of being, the Phoenix Force is a child of the universe. It's the nexus of psionic energy, which does, has, and ever will exist in all realities of the multiverse. And the emotional thing is very much a crux because it either is a, it's zero or a hundred with that fucking thing. It either loves everything or it hates everything. There's no in between. When it loves everything, it's the, it's the best protector you'll ever have. When it hates everything, it'll 
destroy solar systems, and it has. Oh, I got you. Okay. What's well, very interesting? I didn't really know the, much about the Phoenix. The Phoenix Force, Force as an entity is. I just know it's like it, it's just when it comes overdone. into somebody, it fucks up. I mean, and they were trying to. Mm. And I know in the uh, X Men versus uh, the Avengers, Avengers, they were trying to avoid Summer from taking it. Right. Uh, Hope Summers. Yes, yeah. that was that was actually the prime story. Is that they thought that the Avengers were under the impression that Hope Summers would be the next manifestation of the Phoenix. They wanted to put a stop to that. And they just split into five people. Mm. And Instead of even taking over Hope, it ended up getting uh, Cyclops, Emma Frost, Magic, Colossus, and Namor. So, yeah. All right. In Amazon news, Amazon has moved into some interesting areas recently. Like, they're going to be opening up bookstores. They're going to be physical bookstores. sending out drones <laughs> to deliver things to people, sure. And I now really they're going to make an uh, Amazon cable store. Which is I'm going to? How the hell do they have a bookstore? Don't they sell everything on Kindle? Or is uh, everything going to be on Kindle? We'll talk about Kindle here in a second. <laughs> uh, but no, but I guess they. I guess what they want to do is they're trying to. I think they're trying to create so they'll have that one day turnaround, or where you can like if they'll Just have go it, in and you have it at a bookstore. It. No, not or not that, but like you could like oh I'm ordering it and then Amazon can then just pick it up and ship it to me from the book you know mm. bookstore. Than from a warehouse, mm. you know, maybe 30, 50 miles away. They were doing something similar with groceries. Like you could, yes, you know, place an order online and just go to here and get it because they have an Amazon kiosk or whatever. They're going to be selling Comcast Infinity TV internet service for customers living within the area it covers. Bleh, which I was Comcast, like, well, I know. <laughs> Interesting part Bleh. is it, Amazon's video apps are not even on the boxes of Comcast stuff. So. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not with it, but Comcast, as we all know, is one of the most hated companies in yeah, the war, in the plant in the fucking country. So Wall Street Journal is also saying that. that Amazon will be then also probably picking up Charter. Maybe this is uh the move, the direction to like. I know the FCC is looking to unregulate the uh, cable boxes. Mm-hmm. So like mm-hmm. you could you you could buy your own cable boxes instead of being you know mm-hmm. charged nickel and dimed for the rest of your life and get better service. Because I'm telling you, some of these cable boxes have horrible software on them. Well yes, yes they do. I mean look at Time Warners if you've got if you don't have like the ultimate box, it's uh it's one of the worst. Yeah, I, I don't have Time Warner cable service so I wouldn't know. Who but, do you uh, use for your internet provider? I use Time Warner for internet service provider, but I don't oh, have a, I don't have television. Well, I mean, like, I, I have television have because they were like, "Here for five dollars, we'll give you basic." And I'm like, "Whatever." It's not even hooked up. <laughs> <laughs> but if I needed to, so I'll, how do you I, know if it's bad? <laughs> well, <laughs> if I mean, it if I need to, I'll just pull up my I can pull up the app on the Xbox and watch live TV, which is nice, or my Roku, or if you have. Uh, See, I didn't get that deal. They told me it'd be like another twenty or thirty for basic or whatever, and I'm like, nope. No, they were just <laughs> like, happening. they were like, here's for five dollars, and I was like, whatever. If you're forcing me to take it, I'll take it. Also, if you have an old Amazon Kindle, may need an update to stay on lock. Oh, hello. Excuse Good me. With you. Ah, that just came back out of nowhere. Uh, if you have a pre-2013 Kindle um, that will need to update to recent software before March 22nd, which if you're listening to the show now, you're, uh, you may need to do what we're saying to you do now, you can upload it online if you already did it. But if you've listened to the show now and, and you haven't, you're going to need to grab a USB cable and manually update it, which shouldn't be that hard. Oh, it's just All it does is it's going to prevent you from getting onto their their uh their library or anything like that but do you have a kindle i do have a kindle somewhere. do you use it uh no not not a lot is it an older model it is an older model have you tried to update it to see I'm if it works not i could i need to and find out no, say so, like 
Probably should have done your research on that one. Well, I was reading about that. Well, I was like, <laughs> we have more to talk about. <laughs> well, no, I was like, I read about this about two days ago, which I'm like, why are you guys sending this information out two days before you're about to shut it down? Mm-hmm. Shouldn't this have been an article that came out about a week or two? A um, month or two. Yes. <laughs> They're like, hey, go ahead and do this. Sound, uh, sounds like bullshit at work. You know, it's like, why didn't I get an email about this? Like we sent it a month ago. Why didn't get it? Did you <laughs> check all of your email? Oh, see that thing you deleted that you were supposed to read? Yeah. Oh, I th- last job, not current job. Do you have one of these friends? These these friends. They seem to be like the Apple nerds, but they seem. I thought you were one to be honest. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not really an Apple nerd. I have an iMac, but I bought this primarily for editing purposes. And now that Apple goes, hey, let's fuck up the Final Cut series. Then I don't really give a fuck anymore. I knew you dropped <laughs> off. I knew you dropped off your uh, your iPhone. Well, I dropped off that it. because they weren't willing to upgrade the size. Now they're going back to a small size. I mean, who the fuck are they? Who Four inch six, yay! <laughs> are, are are we really just catering to Chinese and Japanese little hands or something? Because I mean, why else are we going? Because that's not racist at all. They do have small hands. Do you, have you seen a big handed Japanese person lately? I'm not going to answer that question under duress. All right, next time you're walking around, I want you put you see an Asian person, put your hand up and say, "Who's got the bigger hand?" and then be like, "Doc was right." And I, I would on. never <laughs> say Doc was right about anything. Yes, you do. Even if I'm agreeing with you, we're like, "Hey, this show's good." I'm not going to say Doc was right. I'm going to say he's an asshole, but I'm not going to say he's right. I have these friends that I see because that's horribly racist. I see sir. them get on here and they'll be like, "Oh, I'm thinking about getting a new iPhone," and I'm like, "Hmm." But there's going to be a new updated one coming out soon. And, and they're just like, oh, the guy decided he, he's done it before. He's bought an iPhone before a month before the release of a new one came out. I'm just like, why? And then he goes, oh, I'm looking to buy an Apple Watch. And then like a week later, they're like, oh, we're making them cheaper. And I'm like, you're mm-hmm. a fucking loser. Why don't you? You, you, you obviously I know he reads all this stuff. But he seems to be kind of like one of those people that like has to do it all of a sudden. Like I gotta get one now. I look at it this way: uh, that's not so much an Apple. That that's not necessarily just an Apple thing. Although Apple is one hundred percent the front runner for that kind of attitude. You know, you always have to stay up to date in terms of the newest technology and such. There's there are arguments that can be made for people who buy video games opening day because they're so expensive. You know, like they'll never be sixty dollars again as soon as you buy it. No, you're right. Example. But and I and I can kind of understand the 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 mindset behind that. It's like, why would you pay full price? You can just wait. It's like, well, there could always be reasons. Granted, some games I've waited on, but if I'm trying to stay competitive with no, something, that would, then no, I'm going to have it day but one. But that would be like him buying Madden 2016 a month before Madden 17 comes out. Mm. It's like if you really wanted this game, you wait another month, and it's going to be much right. cheaper. That's a better way to but look at it. It's like and and, and it's. It's like it's not one of those tech files that have to have the new stuff. It seems to be one of those people that like wants the new stuff, but don't do the research when it comes to the better price and bargain and what you're getting. Mm-hmm. It's just more of like, hey, I hear this is cool. I'm going to buy one. What? Um, oh. I don't know if I have any friends that do that specifically. Generally, if, if, that, if that's ever happened, I've probably just written off as a one-off and just laughed at them and said, <laughs> ha-ha, you didn't wait. No, I've seen it now multiple times with Apple products with this person, and I'm just like, I just shake my head every time. I don't even respond anymore, because the first time I did, they were just like, well, I needed a new one. I'm like, well, you're a loser. <laughs> All right, in movie news, apparently Indiana Jones 5 is going to be a thing. Vomit bag. Vomit bag. Screenwriter David Cope will be taking on screen, uh, scripting duties for the fifth Indiana Jones film, according to The Hollywood Reporter. 
Um, they I have s- nothing good to say about this. If you're waiting for me to like praise the the fact there's going to be another Nina Jones after the last one sucks so bad, you're going to be waiting a long Spielberg time. Spielberg will be coming back. Harrison Even Ford, better. Harrison Ford is. <laughs> Harrison Ford said he's excited about doing this, but I did hear he's going to be taking a few plane flights oh recently. So uh, who knows if he'll survive those? He's pushing eighty. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, it's scheduled for a July nineteenth, two thousand nineteen release. So we're a few years away. Granted, I mean, I, I, I still, after seeing him in Force Awakens, I still agree Harrison Ford, when he wants to, he can still bring the goods, but. All right, so here. He's just too fucking old. Like, give it a rest. David Cope, let me tell you some of the incredible movies he's written. So just so you know where we're oh, going to stand here. So you did your research. Okay. Somebody else did wait the to, research. Way to retcon that. Somebody else did the research. Uh, the Lost World, Jurassic Park. I did not enjoy that movie. I actually don't agree with the fact that they took it out as canon because it was a book, but. I still didn't enjoy that movie. It was very boring. War of the Worlds? Didn't see it. Didn't hear very good things. Actually, I heard some people liked it. What? I know some people that liked it. No. I didn't see it. I can't judge. There's a scene where uh, Tom Cruise is supposed to get pissed off while he's playing ball with his son and gets mad and supposed to throw the baseball uh, at the window, Mm -hmm. but they forgot to CG in the baseball. (laughs) So it's just nothing (laughs) flying across and smashing into the window. That's pretty horrible. Ah, he also wrote the movie Panic Room, which I fell asleep through many of times. Didn't see it. I like David Fincher as the director, but I didn't watch that one. Premium Rush. Uh, was that the Joseph Gordon-Levitt movie, the one yeah. about the bike? Yes. I actually heard that was okay. And then the big blockbuster, Mordecai. Yeah, I heard that people was a piece <laughs> of shit. And Stir of Echoes, which was okay, but... Stir of Echoes, Stir of Echoes. Kevin Bacon. Oh, yeah, yeah, movie, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which would have been a better movie to for the my friend to wanting to go see a ghost movie would have been that would have been instead of Ten Cloverfield Lane. I'll uh, I'll be the first to at least throw this out there. Um, <clears throat> ju- based on a person's past work, I've learned that while most of the time that does mean their next lineup is probably going to their next line of work is probably going to be a complete piece of dog shit. Um, that isn't necessarily the case. Uh, for example, LaRusso Brothers, prior to directing Winter Soldier, I would never guess would just you know knock one out of the park because they fucking directed You, Me, and Dupree, and that movie was garbage. So. I was surprised because uh, a lot of their work came from directing comedy shows. Very good comedy shows. But comedy shows, nevertheless. Right. They did sort of directing. We talked about this on the but last then show. But if, you go, back, if you go back and actually watch some of those community episodes they direct, you could see the directing style they did. It was not a very, not a basic one-camera shoot type of show. It wasn't was, conventional. It was interesting shots that they were doing and telling a story through it. Conversely, uh, I've seen some directors who have a great line of work that end up making complete shit. Like, for example, I forgot the director's name, but the director of Casino Royale, which I know you've had your... I, I never saw Spectre. Remember you had your... Oh, I didn't see... You definitely had your, your misgivings about Skyfall. Oh, understandable. Skyfall. <laughs> but how did you feel about Casino Royale? It was all right. I mean... Same guy directed Green Lantern. Really? Later. Yeah, that was later. Wow. He did he did Casino Royale in at least one other movie that I thought was like, hey, that's pretty good prior to Green Lantern, and then he fucking directed Green Lantern, and I was like, damn. That's crazy. Where the fuck? <laughs> yeah, right? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, I don't it, it's it's that's what I'm saying. Like not everything is the sum of its parts, you know? Well, that's like the new Star Trek movie that's coming out where they're like directed by Justin Lin of Fast and Furious, and I'm like, this is really going complete opposite of what Star Trek movie and television was really supposed to be about. You've gone now with an action director as your... 
JJ could be kind of considered an action director too. But oh, hey, same guy directed. Uh, same guy directed Casino Royale. Directed Goldeneye. So apparently he's good at Bond. He likes Bond. Apparently, and I guess what they did was here. Here's Green Lantern. He's like, I don't know anything about Green Lantern. It's probably what happened. That's probably it. You get somebody that doesn't really know what they're doing, and they're just like, let's let's make the outfit CG. He directed some other shit. I'm not. I'm kind of on the fence about like Mask of Zorro, for example. I remember I liked the movie as a teenager, but I probably watch it now and fucking hate it. <laughs> the Mask of Zorro with Robert or with uh, Antonio Banderas. Antonio Banderas. Ah, uh, well, as we say, uh, Batman versus Superman is coming out this week. Uh, Amber Head. Amber Heard, Heard. sorry. A.K.A. Mrs. Johnny Depp. Yes. uh, She has confirmed that she will play Amira in the upcoming Justice League and Aquaman movie. I didn't think she was a big enough name for Justice League. She only really doesn't... She doesn't do much outside of the world, the universe of Aquaman. That's what I'm so weirded out about. Do you think it's more to set her up for Aquaman? 100%. Yeah. Which I could see her side by side with Jason Momoa. I'm like, yeah, that's a good looking couple. She would be tiny compared to him. She's, she's. I mean, that's fine. Mira's not exactly huge. Okay. I, I'll be honest. I don't know a whole lot about Mira, except Mira is the wife of Aquaman, and she tends to get pretty angry about a lot of shit. <laughs> Hence why she was a host for the Red Lantern Ring during Blackest Night. Uh, let's see. Aquaman's going to be directed. But her husband was also dead, so that add, adds to it as well. Aquaman's going to be directed by The Conjuring 2's James Wan, and they said the story could have the two characters trying to maintain peace in Atlantis from threats of domestic and foreign. I am 100% not hyped for that movie until I see a trailer. If it looks cool, I'm on board. But it has nothing to do with, like, I mean, I actually like Aquaman as a character, but I have no I have no nostalgia for his lore. Except, for, I mean, obviously, it's like, it's Atlantis, we're going to be underwater or whatever. But, like, just show me something. Until I see a trailer, I, I'm not excited. Well, isn't most of that movie going to be CG'd? Maybe. Green screen, possibly. Who knows? Well, I mean, it has to be. I mean, unless they're going to do a lot of scenes not underwater. If they, if they make <laughs> if they make Atlantis look half as good as it did in the... Uh, I, I don't recall if you played Injustice, Gods Among Us. If yeah, they I make, did. If they make Atlantis look half as good as it did in that game, I could be on board for that. Because okay. Atlantis looked amazing in that game. Like, just... Ugh, this, as far as CG goes... They fucking nailed it. Justice League opens on November 17, 2017, while Aquaman is set for July 27, 2018. Doesn't Wonder Woman come out next year as well? Wonder Shit. Woman does come out next year. Shit, that's like a summer movie, too. Let's I think. I get the, it's uh, like May, I want to say. I can't remember. I know they're filming it now. I've seen some pre-production stills and stuff. It looks interesting. I actually like that they're doing the, the 1940s approach with it. They're kind of doing a first Avengers Let's style see thing. see if I can find it. I've got an Plus, they one. have a female director directing it. That may be out of date. Yeah, I know. There's a very good chance that may be out of date. Oh, this has Lego Batman be, on it. Be, feel free to remove uh, uh, <laughs> remove Gambit. remove Gambit from the chart. Yes, I was say. right now like, we that's... still have Batman versus Superman, Captain America: Civil War, X Men: Apocalypse, Suicide Squad, and then 2017. No, actually, sorry. Yo, Doctor Strange is here too. Come on. No, it was it was weird that they had it like drop down like this. Oh, okay. And then um, 2017, you've got well, we got Lego Batman. Wolverine that 3. That doesn't really count. Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Oh, God. And oh, Thor, so, yeah, Thor like, Ragnarok is this next year as fucking, well. Hold on. That has like Fantastic Four still. That has Fantastic Four 2 on there, too. I got to find like... Yeah. Some, um, I do know, aside from Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, um, Thor Ragnarok is also supposed to be next year, I believe. Yes. In fact, I think they're filming that right now, I want to say. And Hulk is supposed to be a part of that, which I find kind of interesting. Oh, are they? Oh yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be like yeah, yeah, it's supposed to be like a buddy film or Mark something. Mark Ruffalo is actually going to be a part of Ragnarok, and I was like, that's cool. See Hulk fight some ice giants. That could be fun to watch. It would be. 
I just wonder why. Could be. Why would he be up there? You got to know there's going to be some interaction between uh, Hulk and Loki again as well after the beating he gave him in the first Avengers movie. (laughs) There's going to be some kind of callback to that. It's going to be great. I can't find like an updated one here. I wouldn't worry about it because every time I click on one, I see Fantastic Four too. I'm like, "Mm, nope, that's nope, not happening. Just skip over that one. Not happening. All right, well, just keep moving on then. That was loud. Well, uh, I think DC (laughs) wanted to pull their own Deadpool, so Lobo is now back on again. The movie that The Rock wants to be a part of, but now he's Black Adam, so I yeah. guess he won't be playing a little. Speaking ball. of the movie, I'm anti hype for fuck Shazam. <laughs> I don't, I don't disrespect Aquaman. I actually like Aquaman as a character, but Shazam, oh my god, Shazam is fucking nightmarish, horrible. Hate that character. Why do you hate the character? He's just not interesting. It's a uh-huh. fucking eight year old kid who somehow has the power to become a Superman. And suddenly. I want most of the movie to be him and his his uncle driving around in an RV, like the old show used to be. That sounds miserable. <laughs> you were so getting me inside to this show. I think all the Black Adam stuff is going to be fantastic. To be fair, yes, a lot. A lot of it does have to do with the Rock. I'll I'll be biased from it, but a lot of it's just because I think Black Adam is actually a very interesting character, whereas Sam is not. <laughs> Wonder Woman screenwriter Jason Fuchs or Fox or whatever the fuck his name <laughs> is will be writing the film. Legally named Fox. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see his name. F U C H Fuchs probably. Fuchs? Yeah. Fuck him. <laughs> That's, right. a, that's a pretty great <laughs> last name, though. They don't know if it's going to be based upon the original 1990s version of the character or going close to the new 52, the skinny version. I don't know. Oh, God. He was so obnoxious looking in the 90s. He was like wait, he was like a Rob Layfield character. They, well, he was. <laughs> he was like super muscle bound. <laughs> Would you go see a Lobo movie if it came out tomorrow? Tomorrow? I don't mean you have to go see it tomorrow. I mean, like, if it were coming out this week, would you be excited to see if it? If I knew they would have the same type of fun, like in Deadpool, yes. And I think that's what... But are they going to go way over the top? Mm-hmm. Then maybe not. Because Deadpool towed that line of not going too just absurd. I kind of wish they had gone more over the top than they did, though. That was my biggest beef with the movie. Because I was... It's like I said in my original review. I was hoping it would be radically different, whereas it was just different. Right. Because, man, that's just, I mean, that's Deadpool in a nutshell. Nothing about Deadpool is conventional. So, what is universe? So, okay, so DC, Lobo's going to be their Deadpool. What do you think Marvel, even though Marvel is Deadpool? Marvel Cinematic Universe? Disney, what do you think they're, do you think they're going to try to do something like that? The closest we've gotten so far is Ant Man, and that's not, that's nowhere close. (laughs) That's what I said, the closest. But, like, what character do you think they could use that is, like, way over the top like a Deadpool. I'm trying to think of who's like really slapsticky and weird. Um, the only characters I can think of are someone who could maybe break the fourth wall, and the one that comes closest, I think, is someone like She-Hulk. And She-Hulk's not necessarily like... She's not zany or over the top, but they do a really good job of making breaking like the doing the fourth wall nonsense with her. Like They make her comic like an epi- like a cheeky episode of Law & Order. Oh, really? It's okay. really fucking weird. But it was good. Like The early to mid-2000s She-Hulk was very much worth reading. Interesting. Still, wouldn't be as ridiculous as Deadpool. Like, Deadpool is very... Deadpool... Deadpool has a lot of limits, and it has no limits at the same time. It doesn't... The limits that it has, it it continues to exceed in terms of, like, you know, violence and crazy shit. Okay, that is a horrible misnomer. Characters like Deadpool can include Deathstroke, and Deathstroke is no way like Deadpool. No, 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 but... (laughs) One was based on the other, but... They don't really have much in common, except for the fact they wear masks and are proficient in weapons. see... No, this is non-Marvel they were saying here, though. Yeah, I don't know who in the MCU could be like, oh, what did I say, Destro? Grifter yeah. from fucking Gen 13? 
He kind of looks like Deadpool. The mask is a dead ripoff, of course. Now, is Grifter now with DC because he was... I don't know. I don't was, pay attention he, to Gen 13. No, because I'm watching... Uh, he, he wasn't in Gen 13. It was Wildcats. There you go. Yeah, yeah you're Because you're I was right, sitting there. Right. I was watching uh, Flash... Oh, uh, uh, there you go. I said Doc Martin was right. Oh, my God. Thank you. I was watching the uh, the Flash thing on Netflix. Um, the Paradox, the, the animated movie. Flash time? Yeah, Flashpoint. Yeah, and Flashpoint. And Grifter was in there. And I'm like going, mm, thought he was Image. So, But same thing is... Angela is now on, in Marvel, and she was originally created in Spawn. Angela is in Guardians of the Galaxy, Angela? That Angela? Yeah. That was originally a Spawn character? I had no idea. Yeah, she used to hunt Spawn for heaven. That's fucked up. Created by, <laughs> I uh, know that. Created by what's his name, uh, the writer. Uh, she's actually. apparently, if I understand, a very awesome Guardians of the Galaxy villain, too, but I haven't read any. No, she's not a villain. She's, she's a... She's a. Uh, she's, she's done some shit. <laughs> uh, well, she's not really a good person. I mean, let's see who is it. Um, By the way, Neil Gaiman's Neil Gaiman's characters actually. That's Angela's. Your uh, your cat tore your thing apart. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> there's no water in here, <laughs> motherfucker. Anarchy, bitches. Let's go. I don't know if you know this now, but since I flipped this thing open, that means there's no water in here. Ah, Wimbry. So finally, continuing on all this DC news, Zack Snyder wants to expand the 300 series across history. Get fucked, America. He's looking for a new direction for the 300 franchise, which could what extend What franchise? Across, well, they've made... Two, it was a movie and a piece two, of shit sequel. Which is not even related to anything. Like, they just uh, made a sequel. There was no... I mean, Frank Miller never created a 300 so other bad. comic book. So I uh, hated that sequel so much. Like it was just not good at all. There's talks of like maybe moving out to ancient Greece or even talks about George Washington in the three hundred style. Uh yeah, that sounds miserable. <laughs> Leonidas of Washington, like what the fuck? <laughs> George Leonidas of the Washington clan or whatever the fuck. Uh, can, they, can anybody possibly take this seriously? Like it's like I said, Abraham, movies like Abraham Lincoln, Lincoln Vampire Hunter are not to be making mentioned to be taken seriously, and they're pieces of shit as a result. Well, those are. Why would this be good? Oh, I don't know. Why would this be good? Well, it won't be. Yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't I, even see the second one, so I mean, I enjoyed I the first one. I enjoyed what it was and everything else, and it was it was fun to watch. It was very close to the comic book. So the first movie I very much enjoyed the first few times I watched it, but I think I watched it one time too many. Oh, okay. The last time I watched it, I kept thinking to myself, "This is so visually enticing," but I just don't want to watch it anymore. <laughs> it's just, it, it's just not, it, it's not something I give a shit about any longer. Like, <clears throat> it, it's, I guess it's just one. As much like most Zack Snyder movies, it's not a movie that does well in multiple viewings. I suppose. I don't know. Right. Pegging. Speaking of pegging. I'm just, I'm just pegging. Well, Simon Pegg is going to be ah! a part of Ready Player One, which uh, I still need to read. You need to read; it. it's very good. You're yeah. not the first person to recommend it yeah. to me. A friend of mine I used to work with said, "Like, dude, you need to read this." I was like, "Well, I'd like to, but how do I do that?" <laughs> Ready Player One is based upon Ernest Cline novel, which will be directed by Steven Spielberg and tell the story of a scavenger hunt inside a futuristic online game. I'm still not sure if I'm on board Spielberg directing. Uh, so. oh, no, God. no, because I think Spielberg he's got that overwhelming. He can do a good, overwhelming story. Uh, right, the clues are unlocked via references to the 1980s pop culture. That can also be a bad thing. Um, like AI. He, did the, he, AI wrote, the, he wrote the ending. 
Now, yeah, granted, yeah. it can't be a good thing. I'm, if this is more like Minority Report, then I'm on board because I actually enjoyed that movie. And the, mm. the world of that movie was very well done in terms of how it looked. Not, I wouldn't say Minority Report because Minority Report is like a dark, grim world where this is when they're in the in the online world. It's a very like anything is possible. I don't know how they're going to get the franchise rights to a lot of the things that happen in the book. There's just no way. I mean, Wreck-It Ralph did it. Oh, man, I'm telling you, there's Think about so, it. so much stuff in there, and I'm just like, I would Wreck-It love... Wreck-It Ralph did it. How, much, uh, how many fucking references were in that movie? Well, if you can see, Disney like... he doesn't own most if of you those. Can, if they can have a scene where the DeLorean is flying by Serenity and stuff like that, and a TARDIS is flying up in the air, then, then they've got it done. Mm-hmm. So, and the Millennium Falcon. Somebody's got a Millennium Falcon. I mean, yeah, that's a lot to take on. Of course... Spielberg does he have a, does he have a working relationship with Disney at all? Uh, maybe it's I mean, Spielberg. If it, I mean, if it was, like, it, how would he burn a bridge with anybody? It's <laughs> a good point. It's like, give me your movie, I'll make you money. Okay, because <laughs> he does do that. As much as I have soured on Spielberg's movies in the past ten years or so, his movies do make money. So there is that. Uh, let's see. Simon Pegg will be playing Ogden Morrill, the co-creator of the online world. The Hunt takes place, and he is like. Uh, he, the guy who passes away, he created it, kind of a Steve Jobs esque mm-hmm. kind of person. Can you see Simon um, Pegg playing that? No, no, he's playing the Wachowski, not Wachowski, but the. Uh, uh, is he the main character? No, no, no. Okay, he is say, like, like he's uh, like the co-creator, kind of like the the guy who was kind of there, but he was around genius. Um, oh, uh, like, uh, Steve Woz. Yeah, there, the the Woz. I forget. Yeah, that would be kind of like that, where he's still like he loves everything that it's about and has. So you're saying he's Shmi? <laughs> think, <laughs> think about that. Yeah. Think about that for a second. <laughs> That's been my go-to for like you know Toadie, who's around the the big brave captain. You know. Oh yes. That's me. <laughs> yeah. So it was just kind of like, Fucking hey, kind of hanging out with them and, you know, got connected with it and went along with them. But really, he is not the, the genius behind it. Uh, this I'm is looking for a March 30th, 2018 release. So they haven't even started filming yet. They're just getting the rest of their people lined up for it. Well, Friday came mm-hmm. around and I know everyone was super excited to see Pee Wee's uh, Big Holiday. Did you watch it? I did not. I've never seen the original Pee Wee's Big Adventure. So, well, there's that there big top Pee Wee and well, Pee Wee's Big Adventure is the only one I actually hear good things about. Oh, like, yeah, should watch yeah, it. Yeah, big it's top watchable. is horrible. Yeah, you said there was another one, right? That was Big Top Pee Wee. Oh, I thought there. Were, I thought you said three. No, well, not counting the, the new one. Oh, yo, no, there's only two. Not counting the okay. new one. So yes, no. So Big Adventure is the original. Hey, you need to go watch Big Adventure. It's very good. Mm. I did watch uh, Pee Wee Herman as a kid, but that's different. Like, very much so. Like. Yeah. <laughs> well, the Pee Wee movie is about uh, Pee Wee living in this little town, kind of st- everything stuck in the 50s or whatever. And uh, Joe Magnanella. Was it Bill? Kind of, except they don't have to change the color for it. Joe Magnanella shows mm-hmm. up and just I love like, that guy. That guy's awesome. He's like, hey, you know, you need to get out and live life. So come to my birthday party. It's in New York City. And so Pee Wee decides that he's going to go across the country to get to New York City to get to Joe's party. Hmm. And Joe, Joe's only Joe's wants Pee Wee to be there. He's sad. I'm when curious if does Lonely Island show up? Because no, be they funny. don't. <laughs> yeah, you've seen that skit they did with Pee Wee, right? Because that no, shit was. Oh my it. god, it was so funny. Actually, I don't think it was necessarily Lonely Island, but it, Andy Samberg was definitely a part of it. It was fucking great. But the, the interesting part is, do you know who produced this film? Explains why it's on Netflix. 
Was Adam Sandler? No, not Adam Sandler. Because <laughs> he's doing he's doing another movie for Netflix, by the go, way. Him go, and David Spade, and they have guns. Go other comedians that are producing stuff for Netflix night right now. I had to think about this. Damn. You watched a series that they just came out with a couple weeks ago that was... Oh, um, Judd Apatow? Yeah, but it, and Judd Apatow and the other guy. Actually, I don't remember who the other guy is. Was it Mark Faust or something like that? Sure. Uh, he's the main character in Love. Oh, uh, yeah, okay, okay. The guy that played Gus. Um, I can't remember the actor's name. I think it's Mark something. Yeah, he's, uh, let's see, where is it at? 2016 TV series. Should be there at the very top. Ta-da. Uh, uh, no, Paul Rust, that's it. Paul, yeah, Paul yeah, Rust, yeah. yeah. He's, I'm uh, still, I, I still like his brand of comedy. I'm not necessarily a fan of his. I won't lie. Like, his, seeing him on screen made me want to kind of punch him, but, uh, <laughs> he, his brand of comedy is very, very good. Yes. So now Paul Rust and uh, Jed Apatow was the one that actually got this. So now, and it kind of makes sense. Like, oh wow, it seems they have a deal with Netflix to make some series. So long as that, as long as they turn out quality, I'm fine with it. And I thought it was funny that Joe Magnello was playing himself because he was like, "You don't know who I am." He's it's like, okay. A lot of characters, a lot of actors who played over exaggerated versions of themselves. Just look <laughs> at Neil Patrick Harris and Harold and Kumar go oh, to White God, Castle. Way over. <laughs> like that was even he admits a year later. It's like you guys can't seriously think that was me. <laughs> I guess it was me playing me, but it wasn't me <laughs> doing coke off a stripper's ass. I yeah, know. that's that's not something Neil. Would- well, Daredevil came out also on Friday. Yay! I, I managed to finish l- it. A lot of people trying to uh, run through it real quick. Uh, ourselves were quite busy that weekend, but we somehow knocked my it out weekend before was, today. My weekend was retarded. I was working two 12-hour shifts, and I had two parties to go to on Saturday. So I somehow managed to squeeze it in before I went to work oh, yesterday. Yeah, it was like... Fr- it was brutal. It's like Friday when I got home at 10. I like did laundry, laundry and watched four episodes, and yeah... And as a nice setup, it kind of like the first four to six episodes is the spoiler arc of, alert time. Yeah, it's spoilers if you've not watched Daredevil, so turn it off for a little bit. Um, first arc is pretty much the Punisher, kind of set up for that. And then when they go to trial, it's then it builds the story of Elektra. I think they all, I think they coagulate very, very well. Um, there were two separate stories. To me, The se- season two is essentially the story of the Punisher featuring Elektra, but Electro was uh, Electro ended up throughout the whole season turning into a bit of a MacGuffin device, which is the funniest thing. Well, yeah, because you didn't seriously. know you didn't know why they wanted her. It's like we want her for this purpose. It's just like, but there is no purpose yet. It's like yes, but we believe it'll have this. Like oh, so you don't actually know if it's going to happen. No. That's a MacGuffin device. <laughs> so the whole thing was about the pursuance of her. And I, I'll I'll be honest. I, I'm big on stuff like this when it comes to breaking down seasons and or iterations of particular movies like this movie this movie this movie who was i tend to try to break down who was the primary antagonist for example like iron man 2 you can make arguments that it was someone like justin hammer but really it was whoever mickey Rourke's character was he was the thran dynamo or, or he was the crim the crimson dynamo slash uh whiplash Whip it was like a it was like an amalgamation of the two. First one was ironmonger so i tend to try to figure stuff like that out. it was really hard with thor dark world because all you had was like the dark elves led by fucking former doctor who yeah, but, um, Eccleston. Christopher Eccleston. Yes, yes, yes. So for this movie, this se- this season going in, I was they didn't have like, a big bad. There's really not a big bad going in. We know it's going to introduce the Punisher. We know it's going to introduce Electra, but there's no big bad. And of course, they tease the hand in the first season, and they really embellish on that in the second season. Just <laughs> like we've here's what off, tr- here's we cut off one of his hands to go the hand. Shit was ridiculous. <laughs> then they cut off that guy's foot to try to get rid of his uh, his parole monitor or the fuck it was. Good God. 
Shit was nuts. That, there are a couple of things this season that did, although it's out there, this is probably a bit of a hot take too, maybe a little bit uncomfortable. If there's one thing I'm not comfortable with when it comes to violence, it's bloodletting. Not blood, because, you know, shoot someone in the head, their head explodes. Right. I'm, I, I, I'm whatever about that. Like, I'm so dis- disoriented to that anymore, it just doesn't bother me. Because it's just like, eh, it's just cheap effects. But bloodletting, like seeing people actually, like, drip and oh, shit, yeah. like, that's a little much for me. No, you know, I, I got enjoy me. watching that. What's that? The fucking, uh, the Oh, Jamin the Wood and oh, the Sticks Fingers. Oh, yeah, God, I was brutal. like, I saw that, I'm like, you're not going to, no, you're not gonna i just had to look away that whole scene i was like come on seriously i can't even watch the movie because like oh anything with fingernails you know drives me fucking crazy you know what i was thinking when i was watching that i thought to myself i wonder if that's how they got rid of their fingerprints <laughs> for the the people who they were actually draining the blood from they got rid of their fingerprints no, they were shoving it what, they were shoving it into the under nail weren't oh they? no you, i was definitely yeah. wrong but it was yeah. still something that crossed my mind i was just like huh this is their technique but yeah, this shit was fucked up. It was fucked up when the five of them came back to life after being whatever and killing what the the dude's dad. Yeah, and then escaping the hospital. That hospital scene was fucking crazy on a psychological level. Oh yeah, sirens going off and epileptic people are just losing their shit. Yep. You know, like it's it just it was so bad. I was just like, God, how has this not been in a video game yet? Bunch of <laughs> possessed people and ninjas crawling around a hospital trying to kill people. Like, dude, this is nuts. <laughs> This is fucking ridiculous. The, some of the issues I had with it is I felt the fight sequences. There are some some cool shots, but I didn't like the way they were shot. I felt they were a little too wide. I was give me a Jason Porn Bourne style. <laughs> Jason Porn. <laughs> Jason, give me a Jason Bourne style where we, it's very it's very tight, very brutal. Oh my stuff god, like that. We have a new line of porn industry: the porn identity, <laughs> the porn supremacy, the porn ultimatum. <laughs> All right. That's great. Focus. Um, so anyway, uh, actually, one of my favorite my favorite sequence of the entire se- season was one of the fight sequences. It was I, I talked about it on Facebook a little bit. It was the sequence from episode three, where um, basically the majority of the episode was just spent having you know Red and and Castle have their first tea to tea. You know, it's just like why yeah. are you doing what you're doing? Well, fuck you. This is why I'm doing what I'm doing. Lots of that, and then that all broke down. Punisher got the attention of that motorcycle gang at the bar across the street oh, yeah. by destroying all their motorcycles, yeah. which was fucking hilarious. And um, they apprehend- he gets apprehended, knocked out, essentially. And then Daredevil has that big... It's like it's almost like they tried to recreate the hallway fight they did in season one. I know. But the fact that he... Ha- but they, they took it to another level, I think. The fact that he had that chain and was able to use it so effectively as a prop yeah, was I just I did insane. like the chain, but then I felt like, oh, we're re- we're doing this again. Yeah, but to me, it's like I said, to me, that took it to a new extreme. It kind of reminded me of, like, I know you're going to hate the fact that I bring this up. It reminds me of, like, when it's essentially sometimes when you're watching a wrestling match and sometimes they'll use an actual prop or item in terms of the psychology of the match. That's what it reminded me of. Okay. Like, he has this chain, and you think it would be you think it would be a, 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 weight, a bit of a weight on his shoulder. Yeah, yeah hindrance. He used it to tremendous effect. And it, it ended up later becoming what he would end up doing with the Billy Club. Exactly. Which, let's be honest, I'll, I'll, I'll throw out my little 10 cents about that right now. That Billy Club moment where he was he was finally giving it to him and it showed him everything he could do with it, total fan service moment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> which I smiled. I did. I was just like, okay, that's pretty sweet. Let's move on. <laughs> oh, okay, you can do that too. That's sweet. Let's move on. It was still fucking cool as shit, but uh, total fan service moment there. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, that whole sequence was tremendous. But my favorite, I think my favorite moment of the entire show is probably the most, or the entire season was probably the most emotional. It's when um, they finally got to got out, escaped, whatever, right before Punisher got arrested, and they got him to that gravesite, and he's laying against the headstone, and he's basically like spilling his guts about what the kind of person he is and what happened and everything. Yep. And I'm just like, this is the kind of thing that can make a grown man cry. No, I didn't cry. Okay. <laughs> 
I'm just like, damn, they are really pulling at the heartstrings with this one. And they did a good job of that this season. There was a lot of that. Uh, it's like what I was saying earlier about Doctor Who part of the show. They they do a lot to get you invested in the characters. And they do a very good job of that. They John did. Bernthal was awesome. He was such a good Punisher. Very very good. Of course, I never saw him on Walking Dead, so I don't. I can't make a comparison. If, if, so. I, I, though I I really feel like I was like going. So he really has no different accent. He just he plays that's that's him which is strange because he's <laughs> not from new york he's from washington dc originally yeah he might live in new like, york but he's shane it sounds exactly like his punisher so <laughs> he's supposed to be from georgia in the walking dead and the comics it's from kentucky um so yeah i don't, I don't hmm. know no, I, was, I enjoyed it uh and it his punisher had the slow reveal of costume kind of like daredevil from season one mm-hmm same thing with, I would say, with Elektra. Yeah, her. Uh, I actually hated her outfit through most of the season. She looked like a Mortal Kombat character. <laughs> well, she yeah. looked like Molina the entire I fucking time. I the, the last one that she but was the still very, using. The very, the, at the very last episode, her, her leather outfit that was introduced, yeah, that was yeah. fucking dope. Yeah, that was, was a really, really cool outfit. I still could have done without the mask. That shit was annoying the hell out of me. Oh, yeah. But you had, I also understand you had to do a conciliar identity because at that time, she Elektra... In the comics, she was later known as part of the hand. She didn't really give a shit about her identity, whereas this, she was kind of doing the vigilante thing yep. where she was trying to take down the hand. So she didn't want to be recognized by your common everyday person. But, yeah, when she had that, that leather suit forged for her, yeah, thumbs way up. That was really, really cool. So uh, do you feel it was a better season two? In terms of quality, here's uh, I've actually been thinking about this all weekend. Here's how I feel. In terms of quality, I honestly think they're they're equal. Okay. I would give them both a 10 out of 10. However, I didn't enjoy it as much as season one, and it's not so much bias as the fact that I think it has to do with expectations. The first season, I had no expectations going into it, and it just completely blew me away, it, as it did a lot of people. Yeah. A lot of people were really, really impressed with how good it was. I, I, it was ridiculous. <laughs> so is this season. This season, I actually feel, was even crazier than the first season. The first season did a bunch of wild shit. This season, like, they, Punisher alone, like, just destroyed anything in the first season in terms of just like what the fuck you know like, yeah it's ridiculous second season i feel was as good in terms of quality but i didn't enjoy it as much and that doesn't mean it's bad it's just that i didn't enjoy it as much because it didn't blow away my expectations it just met them mm-hmm. but my expectations were very high so it was still very very good and as good i'd say they're about the same i thought froggy was really developed well froggy. oh yeah he had a great season froggy, i think yeah. i think karen was done a little bit better in season one I especially love the, but speaking of Foggy, I especially love the the tie-in at the last episode. It's like, oh, it's Hogarth <laughs> offering Foggy a job. <laughs> That's awesome. Yep. <laughs> it's all connected. We had to know what was going to happen. Yeah, of course they they made a they made a Jessica Jones reference earlier in the season, and I was like, yeah, they they're doing things. Well, they made it's a cool. Luke Cage also. Mm-hmm. They were they referenced Luke Cage just by like in, like stature though, like how he looked. Well, they I don't think they referenced him, but did they reference no, him by name? No, no. She said she had to work on a big guy that yeah, kind of yeah, like the yeah. same type of person. But they actually mentioned Jessica Jones by name. Yeah. It was something that had to do with Nelson and Murdoch, but I don't remember what exactly it was. It wasn't it wasn't a night nurse that talked about it, but it was I remember it actually mentioned the name Jessica Jones. Wow. Like, That's cool. It had a lid on it. It's fun. You're just dropping stuff all over the place. It had a lid on it. Shut up. <laughs> How did you feel compared to the two seasons? Um I mean, it was interesting that they had no real big bad, kind of small challenges for each one, mm-hmm. where it was first they were dealing with, uh, you know, Castle, and then kind of dealing with what Electra was doing and getting him. And that's the, that was the weirdest part. I, like I was telling you earlier, I, I didn't like the Electra character. And I, I mean, maybe that was good because that was evoking emotion for me. She 
just was like, I'm confused on why he would feel so attracted to her. Well, <clears throat> first of all, uh, in terms of Castle versus Electra, I feel that they did a good job of splitting up Daredevil as an entity. Matt Murdock had to deal with Frank Castle, but Daredevil had to deal with Electra. Yes. Then, and they, they did a good job of like going back and forth between that. Because you could tell, I could even see it just like in Charlie Cox's acting and his expressions, you know, wearing sunglasses. <laughs> that him going back and forth between the two, just as a character, was just exhausting the shit out of him. And you could tell it was. Like, you could tell the guy hadn't slept in like probably fucking weeks and shit. What, I'm talking about the, the I'm talking about the I'm talking about the character. Yeah, oh yeah. Like well, he, he, was, he literally was doing something all the time. Yeah, he was. Uh, Electra <laughs> was kind of his drug. He was falling back in, I think, and that's mm. what Foggy was having issues with. He was like, "You, you don't very need, much was. You don't need to go. You're you, this is she's negative for you. You don't need to mm. be in here." But uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Infatuation can do that sometimes. <clears throat> the way I look at it, um, I can kind of understand it simply because there's something to be said for. A potential significant other or a person of the opposite gender who just makes you do things that you never thought you could do. And Electra was very much that for Matt. She pushed him to do a lot of things that he didn't think he would do because he was raised a good Catholic boy or whatever. Okay. I also feel that it's probably a, a, a lot of why he's such a scumbag as a person is probably has to do with her. Now, Stick in, stick in the spoilers trained her and mm-hmm. Matt. Where do you think who got, the trained, who got trained first? Between the two, based on their ages when they were trained, I would say probably Matt got trained first. And then he just dropped him because he was just like, you can't connect, you cannot be connected to these people. Maybe. I, uh, part of me wants to go back and watch rewatch season one to see what connections there are there, but rewatching season one seems like a chore. Not because it's not good. It was clearly very good. It's just one of two things is going to happen. Either one, I'm going to leave it on his background noise and not pay enough attention to it, or right. two, I'm going to try and take the time to get, emo- and to get invested in it again. I just don't have the time to do that. I got you. <laughs> I, if I'm going to spend that time, I'd rather be watching something new. A brand you know? new series, so, yeah. yeah. Or just conti- watching something I hadn't gotten back to yet, like Breaking Bad, you know, something, mm-hmm. something. So, But I may have to go, like, read up a synopsis of it or something. I don't know. Yeah, because I was, like, wondering, like, where did they, because if they both trained, they sh- who got trained first? Because they, they seem to be about the same age. They are in college uh, at the same time. I mean, and, uh, between the two actors, Elodie Young and Charlie Cox, I know who's older, but in terms of the characters, I'd say Daredevil was probably trained first, even though he may not be older than Elektra. Now, was Stick training these people to take on the hand? Yeah, he was training as part of the group called The Chase, or The Chest, okay. whatever it was called, and it was for a war against the hand. Okay. Now, where he got the revelation that Elektra was the Black Sky... I honestly don't remember. <laughs> I'm sure. I feel like it was probably mentioned. But and why does he remember. pick the individuals he picks? Could just be something he sees. Okay. Pun intended. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> he can't see. Um, I don't know. I, I would, as far as like what he sees in the person on the surface. I mean, Electra is obviously he sees that. You can easily see that an Electra outside of any she, other student she, he's ever trained. She's she already said a, she killed somebody just... The first person she killed, she did it just to see if she could. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she has such a mean streak, too. So he was probably looking for a little bit of that as well. Right. But well, he wanted he somebody that out, would separate themselves, too, because right. Matt, he had the issue with... Mm-hmm. He wanted to hold on to people. And then she... Right. And then she just started fucking... Kill, she killed that guy that she... Remember that guy? She almost broke his arm in training. Oh, yeah. Like, and then, like, later he approached her and she fucking killed him. Was well, like, he God. was going to attack her, so... Oh, yeah, was, yeah. And, she, and it was out of self-defense, too. But, I mean, she... He just straight up just like, no, you're done. Like, it's over. Like, just slit his throat and everything. I'm like, fuck my life. <laughs> Did not expect that. Well, because, I, well, I mean, they he was telling her, you know, you need to, this is how you need to fight. And But he did, she was kind of a robot. He didn't know you needed to shut her off. 
or she will keep going until that person is dead. Mm-hmm. She didn't know. She couldn't turn it yeah. off. So in a, way, in, in a lot of ways, yes, he should have been a lot more, a lot less abra- abrasive than that, I suppose. Yeah. But he was angry. He was. And it cost him his life. What, can, what are you going to do? No, like we have any sympathy for the war movie. It was just some dude. What the fuck ever. <laughs> it's, it's fiction. We, did, we didn't have any emotional ties to him. Um, but as far as Electra, as far as performance, I actually thought, I, I actually don't know much about Elodie Young prior to this. She was in G.I. Joe Retaliation, which she had like hardly any speaking lines. She just knew a lot of, she was really good at martial arts. So I was like, well, for that, she'll be good as Electra. Um, <laughs> in terms of charm, she definitely won me over. She was, I could see why, she, she did a good job of portraying the kind of role that I could see Matt being really into in terms of like a character, especially like their college days. Like I really dug like, a lot of the backstory and stuff. Like, I thought that was really cool. Um, but, yeah, I don't disagree with you in that she did a lot of shit that was just really, really horrible. And, of course, I remember the, fir- the first night they had where they just laid waste to all those uh, who they she he thought was the Yakuza attacked them. And she's like, you hungry? And they go out to the diner, and he's fucking just fucking just throwing shit at her the whole time. Oh, I know. It's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> blah, blah, blah. This can't continue. And she's just wolfing down diner yeah. food. I'm just like, man. <laughs> This is so well done. Poor Frank this. Castle just was like he looked like the worst of. He was just oh man, his when he face got, just kept getting when, worse and worse. When he got <laughs> by by the time he got to that uh, that restaurant at the end where he kept ordering black coffee when he was hanging out with Karen, his face looked rough. Oh yeah, <laughs> I was like jeez, <laughs> like who did he get the sh- who beat the shit out of him? Also, what about oh, the return? Of, what about the turn? What about the return of Fisk? It was good. I loved his scene at the uh, at the I guess the interrogation table with Matt. Mm-hmm. Like, I, even I thought, yeah, Matt went a little too far with that when he yeah. should have known better. Like, when he started talking about Vanessa, I'm just like, this won't end well for him. And Kingpin no, no. just laid into him. Oh, like, yeah. Just beat the shit out of him. Scared him to death. And maybe one of the whole time, does he know he's Daredevil? I'm pretty sure he still doesn't, but... No, I don't think he does. <laughs> it was still so fucked up. Remember he brought up... Remember the last time we met? And I was like, well, you've met since then, but yeah. I'll shut up now. <laughs> <laughs> That was pretty cool. I always thought it was. I thought it was so fucking ridiculous how he became a crime tycoon in jail. Oh, like yeah. he had his own influence in jail. He did. It was fucking cool. So what were you saying about the boxing ring? <laughs> he would bring that up. I was bringing up before the show. I thought it would have. I, I thought. I thought that. Oh God! I don't want to see that name. Uh, <laughs> the one you just highlighted. Uh, so for one of the flashbacks, for those who haven't seen it, there's a scene where uh, Matt and Electra visit a gym where there's a boxing ring. Mm-hmm. And it basically ends up with them just, I wouldn't say sparring. It was definitely a lot of foreplay and entendres and stuff and rolling around their backs. Then, of course, they end up having sex in the ring. And I thought to myself, damn. <laughs> Someone's had a fantasy about that. And I told Doc this before the show, and even he's just like, nope. <laughs> Not at all. Yeah, you were like, oh, who wouldn't want to, like, uh, you know, have sex in a in a ring. And I'm so like, there's your Twitter question. Sex in a boxing ring, no, yay or nay? No, I'm not for you. You're not on Twitter. Well, you're, you don't need to answer on Twitter. Well, I mean, I just, show. I worked in the wrestling business, and I know those rings don't get cleaned very well. And especially boxing rings got to have a lot of blood in it. Yeah, you, more so than wrestling, because yeah, wrestling's at least scripted. You don't want to put your naked body on that thing. Believe me, you, <laughs> you want to get off. I mean, not get off, but get off. <laughs> get up as soon as you can. <laughs> you done goose, Captain. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I would definitely not do that. All right. Well, Daredevil's really good if you not check it out. Uh, very strong. 
I know I'll probably take this to Simply Drunk and I would, Jason uh, Crow is probably I, like, oh, I have not seen it yet. I'd put it above uh I'd put it above season one of Jessica Jones, but then again I thought season one of Jessica Jones was wasn't as good as season one of Daredevil. But that doesn't mean it wasn't good. A lot of people didn't good. like Jessica Jones. It's but I, I think so they might have walked in thinking Daredevil and it's not. It's a totally different story. Yeah. Plus there's David Tennant. He's so charming. Even when he's being an asshole, he's charming <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> Oh, well, speaking of David Tennant, uh, Doctor Who is going to stream exclusively on Amazon Prime. Amazon and BBC World Bad Worldwide North America announced today a multi-year content licensing agreement to make Prime Video the exclusive U.S. subscription streaming home for Doctor Who. Hmm. Seasons 1 through 8 of the rebooted Doctor Who and the associated specials will be available from March 27th. Season 9 its Christmas special, The Husbands of River Song, will be available sometime in the fall. Still so mad. I had the longest... Longest time to start watching that show, and then I finally caught a random episode a few weeks back. And now I want to watch it. Now it's not on Netflix anymore. (laughs) (laughs) The worst! Actress Emily Browning will be playing Laura Moon in Star's adaptation of Neil Gaiman's American Gods. The series has also got a number of other uh, people already signed on, including um, Ian McShane as Mr. Wednesday. I'm trying to think who else is also on here. It doesn't have any other names on here. Uh, production is expected to begin in April. I heard American God's supposed to be really good. I don't know enough about it. It's a Neil Gaiman book. Uh, from what I was told, I have Emily, not read it. Emily Browning's kind of whatever, though. You don't like Emily Browning? I was actually having a conversation yesterday with a friend about Sucker Punch who actually loved it, and I was like, why? <laughs> <laughs> I, I just couldn't believe me figure it out. I'm just like, it's Please, don't not me. good. No, it's not. It was actually what started my whole, like, maybe, maybe uh, Zack Snyder isn't as good as I thought he was. Prior to that, I was a big Zack Snyder fan. I loved 300, loved Watchmen, then Sucker Punch happened, and I was like, gross. All right, so the central premise of the novel is that gods and mythological creatures exist because people believe in them. Immigrants to the United States brought with them spirits and gods. However, the power of these mythological beings have been diminished as people's beliefs begin to wane. New gods have arisen of reflecting Americans' obsessions with the media, celebrity, technology, and drugs, among others. So that, that sounds pretty interesting. I'm actually reading a bit of more of a synopsis now. I'm not reading the summary because I, I actually would be interested in reading the book, but I'm more interested in her character. Uh, she is the wife of the main character who died in a car crash at the beginning of the novel a few days before he was Spoiler. due to be released from prison. <laughs> if it happens early. Well, Microsoft came out and they said they want uh, Xbox to be able to play with PC and PS4. You're the Xbox One owner. How bored? How bored are you with them. this? What are you talking about? Yeah, but and a PC which, and you, a Mac. Would you be looking? Well, <laughs> look at you spending money. Are you looking? <laughs> the PS4 forward, wasn't that expensive when I got it. Are you <laughs> looking forward to uh, doing crossplay? I do me, because right now, okay, I've got Call of Duty Black Ops Three on my PS4. What and a I, fucking and I, bro! And I bought it because my friend, bro. my got it, and I have. I can't play online with them because i have a weird like i can play online with random anybody but when i try to join a server with them i have issues and sometimes i like my xbox one a lot more than my ps4 and so if they bought the division on the ps4 and i had the division which i enjoy then i could be able to play which i would i would like to you know because uh our own uh you know suede he only has like a ps4 actually he's got, he he's got both of them i don't he's school and shit he's trying to he's trying to educate <laughs> himself Hey so. man, I still have his his uh, Ultimate X Men Volume Three. So oh, I need to give that back to him. Yes, I do. <laughs> I've had that since the last time he did a show, which was a while back. So they're wanting it, I, and I think that will be very interesting um, to allow that because 
mean, except for they'll still have each one will still have their exclusives coming out to them. And like right now, Call of Duty is exclusive release early for PlayStation versus how it used to be on Xbox. So I I would like it because then you're just I don't know. I'd like to see it for more games. Um, I do know, I, you know me, I don't pay attention to many genres that are online outside of the fighting genre, but two of the major fighting titles right now um, are doing crossplay. Uh, Street Fighter V is crossplay between both PS4 and PC, and the upcoming Season 3 of Killer Instinct will be crossplay between Xbox One and PC. Well, see, wouldn't it be nice if you had friends that were just Xbox that you could play with? Well, in terms of Street Fighter Five, well, it's uh, not is, going to be mean but, anything. Yeah. Now, if they did that for something like MKX, then yes, absolutely, I have yeah. a few friends on Xbox One for that game. So yeah, I would. I think it's a good call. Now we just have to see how what if everybody's on board with it. The game Rocket League says that they already figured out how to be able to pull this off. That so. was the first big title that yeah that, that basically went along with the announcement they were going to be doing it. Yep. Rocket League is insanely popular right now, I so know, it's just. I and think it's a good little call cars to do it. hitting fucking soccer balls or something like that. Have you not played it? No, I have not played it. If you play, it, it's one of those things that sounds completely hokey and silly and fucked up. But when you play it, you'll get it. You'll, right. you'll completely understand. It's a really good game. All right. Loot Crate is launching a DX Crate, a $50 bi-monthly deluxe crate, which will have figurines and graphic dollars a month. No, every other or every other month. Bi-monthly. Yeah. So it's $25, Still, but it's a much bigger. You get a, uh, you get graphic novels with it though. Man, that's. That's got to be almost worth it. I would assume so. I would, I would bet you're getting into still going to get uh, probably get a T-shirt every uh, every two months. You would get kind of I guess they're trying to jump on like how Marvel's doing with theirs. Uh, but really, the I tell you, the only way you guys are you companies like Loot Crate and Nerdblock, you're going to have to have exclusive Funkos on them every time. And, and I'm talking about Funko Pop vinyls, not not those little random shits that people mm. don't dupes. Really oh God, I know. Orbs or whatever the fuck they're called. Jesus. I'm not a fan of Dorks. Oh, oh! It, if, if if I get a box and this is fucking a Titan fucking character, oh, I hate those. They're so goddamn ugly. <laughs> They're so. F- it's like, ooh, look at this abnormally big, weird looking fucking head. This fucking nerd rage. I fucking great. I hate it. I hate the Titans one. I have a I have a Doctor Who one. And I'm just like, oh, there's. I wouldn't. I don't collect them. They look out of place. Yeah, I the dude. Yeah, the Dobes or whatever the fuck, and and the other ones. They're. Uh, I, I, I got, get rid of the other ones. I have some of the miniature ones, but like the vi- the pop vinyls, I only own like. Six, I think. So, um, I'm with you though. I've actually debated getting signing up with the uh, arcade crate because I have a friend who subscribes to it. And he's had really good. Yeah, things to see say about the it. the Dorbs, I don't like, and then the Fabricans. Whatever the fuck are they? Yeah, just, no, no, no. Thank you. I'm just I'm a pop man. I'll stay a pop man. I'll always be a pop man. I think the Dorbs. Funko. Are, I think the Dorbs are just silly. I don't know. They all have their eyes closed, which drives me crazy. Except for Deadpool has like an eye raise because she can't close his eyes. He's wearing a mask. <laughs> you can. You don't close his eyes. Uh, they're promising in the first one to be Adventure Time, Zelda, World of Warcraft. So like right there, Zelda and World of Warcraft just really just like mm, say no. I'm, I'm off board with that because I don't I don't pay attention to any of those things. I like Adventure Time, but yeah, World of Warcraft don't give a fuck. Once again, that movie ain't gonna make no fucking money. Yeah, I'm, I, I, I'm the anti-hype for that movie. I'm not going to watch it. It looks horrible. It looks way too fucking CG. It looks bad. It, that doesn't even mean anything to I, me. I have no ties to the franchise. Well, I don't either. So and I'm that's why I'm like, it. that's why I was like, you're not selling anybody. Because unless they're it selling is, WoW fans. That's I, it. I, I know WoW fans that are into it. Yeah, the yeah. WoW fans are it. But the, that is a niche market. Mm. There's not, it's not your general audience. Your general audience is probably not going to see it unless... It, you hear that this movie is just an incredible movie. 
True. So, but yeah. there have been good movies that didn't make money, like Dread, for example. Well, Dread, yeah. Dread didn't make fucking had, shit for you money. You had some people who are like, that Dread's a piece of shit compared to the original Sylvester Stallone. I'm who like, the hell said that? Is, I bet it was a fucking... I read it on the internet. Did, the say, did, you, did you know someone who said that? No. Actually, I did. I knew someone that was like, the Sylvester Stallone was so much better, and I'm like, you're a fucking moron. I don't understand you're a fucking the concept moron. behind that. I did. It, I mindset, was just—I right wanted or... to slap that person in the face and just be like, "You should die now." Actually, speaking <laughs> of dread, I actually had not listened to it before. I downloaded the soundtrack last week. It's really it's fucking a good. good. It's real good. It's all score, but the music is just insane. It's very urban. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pun Carl. intended. <laughs> it's just very. It's it sounds very underground and very dark and okay. very moody. It's real good. That makes sense. Well, Ubisoft's Tom Clancy Division records its biggest first week ever for a new video game franchise. This game had to catch on super quick because I didn't know about it until the arcade expo when people well, were talking about it. I'm like, I did I miss something? Am well, I last year they at E3 it blew up. That's what everyone was really excited mm-hmm. about. And then the beta came out, and everyone and the beta lets you do pretty a lot of stuff. So and it was fun, um, and I think that that's what sold me playing the beta. I was like, hey, I like this. Uh, it's it's kind of has a Destiny feel, especially you cap out at thirty. But I don't know. I like I like the ideas of knowing the guns that I'm picking versus these imaginarily named guns that these people have created. Yeah, give me. I know what an AK-47 is. Let me. I know what an Uzi is, or you know, a PS90. I like the idea of that instead of your randomly made up fucking bullshit names. Um, it has grossed more than 330 million worldwide in its first five days. It's already broke the sales record in the first 24 hours following its release. That's and that's Ubisoft's record. So, um, the, the one thing that I annoyed is it's constantly being serviced on their servers. Like when I got it the first day, I had like pre-ordered it like a day before and downloaded it, and then when I was like midnight, and was like, "Oh, servers are still down." I'm like, "Fuck you!" Yeah, the the opening day <laughs> of that game was rough. It was the same thing for Street Fighter Five. The opening day of that game, like you couldn't get on the network at yeah, all. Yeah, you. Awful. I mean, I was like, "Why did you have a beta if you weren't ready to launch this when it came out?" That's been a thing. I feel like this decade. Granted, until this year, I didn't hear anything that this bad, and since like I guess Diablo Three, and that was four years ago, I think. Mm-hmm. Because day one of that game was just hilarious. Like, if you weren't a player of that game, if you were a player of it, then, yeah, it was aggravating. But, yeah, for, for someone who was just observing, I just thought it was hysterical. Because I'm just like, man, look at all these people that can't play the game they want to play. <laughs> and Launch the Division was the number one viewed game on Twitch and since constantly been ranked in top five. And the Division has secured over 57 million views on YouTube in week one. Division's definitely one of those games that I no, don't quite understand in terms of social media watching of it, because can't you just go play it yourself if you're that interested in it? Well, if, the, the, like, I, the only reason I will watch somebody play it is if I have not played it and I'm interested in it and see what it looks like and plays like. Uh, but otherwise, and somebody did an article. I need to find it and maybe post it up on our Facebook page. I'll also is watch Is the it. science behind why people watch people play video games. I will. Uh, I know what article you're talking about. There are still uh, some exceptions I'll make. I will watch high level competition, especially if I can't attend. For example, uh, our our group KGA went down to Atlanta this past weekend for final round, and one of my friends even top eighted Marvel vs. Capcom three, got third place. Congrats to him. Um, and I wanted to watch that because I couldn't be there. Mm-hmm. But that's different. That's a big high level event. But in terms of like so watching someone out of their home. Um, unless I'm supporting a friend, I kind of just don't get it. You know, <laughs> like I, I have friends who set up Twitch streams. Like a friend of mine streams Dark Souls two pretty often on PC, and I'll watch his stream to support him. But other than that, it's kind of just like, eh. Uh, yeah, I, I gotta find that. Order the only word I can come up with for it is vicarious. 
just do it vicariously instead of actually having to do it. It, make, it means you can be lazy while still enjoying some aspect of the game, even though you're not playing it yourself. Yeah. Does that makes sense? Well, I mean, that's what, if I Twitch, I try to try to play up what I'm doing or, or let what my thought process and just verbally speak it out. Some people are just, I don't know, they're just fucking annoying. Like what kind of people? Well, they ask. Uh, well, I, the ones that don't really talk, I, I, I have to have you. Oh yeah, you have to, you me. have to engage your engage audience. Engage your audience. You 100% talk about what audience. you're going through and everything else, and then yeah, I don't know. <laughs> there reminds me of a funny story. So, same friend is running his stream. He actually had to step away, and this friend who who my friend Brandon who top eight this past weekend, he was playing. Have you ever played an old uh, shmup called Ikarga? No. So what is a shmup? Shmup. What's shoot, a shmup? Sh- shoot him up. Okay. Like Gradius, okay. uh, R-Type, games like that. Thank like you. you're in a, you're in a ship and you Never shoot at something in a, in a rail. Um, you can argue something. Like Galaga would be like a sh- would like one of like one of the older shmups. Yeah. Um, Never so anyway, heard that term though. There's a there's a game that was really big in Japan that made it to the states called Ikaruga. It's a shmup and it's one of the hardest shmups you've ever played in your entire life. <laughs> he's playing day. he's <laughs> playing it on stream and. The rest of them leave with the intent to come back. They were just heading out to, like, you know, the gas station or whatever. Right. And uh, they're like, to be sure to talk to the stream. And he's playing Ikaruga. <laughs> For those that don't know, it requires 100% focus to be able to play this game. <laughs> oh, really? It, yeah, absolutely it does. It's that difficult. Like, Jesus you had to be Christ. able to pay attention all the time. So he couldn't really engage the chat that much. Okay. He would do his best, but it'd be kind of like, hi, stream. Like, and he'd just go right back to playing. It's like, what's up? How y'all doing? It was very, very. It, it was very cut, like to the point, cut to the chase kind of stuff. <laughs> I thought it was funny because the the whole premise of it was ridiculous. I'm like, yeah, you're gonna make him talk to people while playing a cargo. Like, you don't do that to people. <laughs> you don't fucking do that to people. You're gonna make. I don't make people talk talk to me when they're playing Russian Attack because that game's insane. <laughs> well, if you if you like this show, you can check us out on our Facebook page, Fracking Nerds. Uh, also, uh, check out some of the uh, people we're connected with, uh, like the Controller Girls. Where they uh, play old school games and they are horrible at these. I was watching them play Rampage. Oh yeah, and they just I've they didn't understand those. what the hell was going on, who they were, why they were doing it. It was like, and their cities were blowing up without them really interacting at all because they were just kind of accidentally punching themselves. But if you want to see two hot chicks try to play old school uh, arcade games and stuff like that, uh, I've heard about I- I've heard about those. It seems so often I'll see headlines where it's like, "Watch two teens try to play an old NES." I'm just like, "It's probably fucking horrible." <laughs> like, I'm sure I'm sure it's just the worst fucking thing imaginable. Yeah, they just, don't understand what they're looking at. No, like, they didn't I, grow up with this stuff. I, and I'm just throwing my hands up. I was like, "How do you not know what's going on? What is this? Is oh my god? It's so why no?" So, but two. Two control or controller girls is a uh, is a fun show. Check it out. Uh, remember, we got other podcasts on here. Uh, you got the I back, still back row hecklers. To, I still want to make it to simply drunk at some point. Um, I, when I have a Wednesday off, I'll be glad to. Right, because I won't do it if I don't have that Wednesday oh, off. That because makes sense. I'm not going to get drunk and then go to work. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. No, well, we That's don't horrible. start till ten o'clock anyway. So, oh well, yeah, I can do it anyway. Yeah. The latest I can go in right now is nine. So yeah. Yeah, wouldn't happen. They, they, they would not happen at all. One uh, week when I have a Wednesday off, I want to do it because I've been wanting to check it out. It so, seems it, it, plus I get to basically run the gamut at that point. That means I've done pretty much every show that Doc Martin Productions has. <laughs> I haven't done be, uh, sexual transparency yet though either. Would I have a place on that show? Uh, 
Because it's you and a bunch of women. Yeah, but now she keeps they keep bringing in like random guys, and it just it feels weird. I've got a, a lot of the uh, feedback is they'd rather just hear women talk about the things that they do, and not some weird random guy talking about it. But that's, right, that's so it. who am I? What am I going to come in and just I ogle know, people? Yes. Like, that doesn't work. Yeah, it's just. Uh, I mean, I, I'm sitting here going, I don't want to hear about guys and what they do and stuff. I'm, that's not me. So I don't know. I'll have to have that discussion with them later on. So whenever that, we don't know when the next show of that will be coming up, but they've got two two shows in the books, so you can check them out also on Spreaker or on uh, iTunes. I still don't know why uh, Simply Drunk has not gone on iTunes. I've been trying to get them I'm on. I'm wondering about that, too. What's yeah. up with that? I don't know. I've got to check my emails. I've been talking to Apple, but uh, no luck. All right. So for uh, El Rock, this is uh, Doc Martin. What did you learn? Did you learn anything this week? Um, All right. <laughs> I learned that you understand just how dirty a wrestling ring can be. It is dirty. You do not <laughs> want to have sex in a, in a dirty, dirty wrestling <laughs> ring. Oh, That's funny. What about you? Did you learn anything? Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think. I'm going back into my head about the. Uh, oh, I what, what was that word again? Shmop. 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 Yeah, I had yeah. never heard that term, so I learned it's a that. short term term. It's it just shoot 'em up, but it's yeah. just a short way to. Because saying shoot 'em up, it takes too long to to say that. That's 100 percent correct. <laughs> Shmop <laughs> is one syllable. Shmop. Shoot 'em up. Say same time. Just no. Say it quickly. One no. That is that is one hundred. Here's the correct. problem. You say you're shmup, wrong, and I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? If you would have just said shoot 'em up, I'm like, oh okay, I know what you're talking about. So now you've taken too long because You're I don't still know. still wrong. No, I'm always you grew, wrong. You grew up in the NES era, too. <laughs> Fuck you. You were like 10 when that system came out. We didn't out. call them swaps. I we didn't call. We didn't make up I words. bet you didn't, but I call them now. I also didn't call like arcade-style fighting games beat-em-ups. Like Final Fight and fucking uh, Magic Sword and shit. Double Dragon. Those are beat-em-ups now. No, we just called them fighters. Yeah, but... That's not what they're called now because fighting games are like hey, Street Fighter. Fuck you, thirteen-year-old fuckers <laughs> that come up with your shitty fucking word. Go swag somewhere else, you fucking Bieber lovers. He, he said swag. <laughs> what? Yeah, and swag was a word that meant one thing: shit we, we always all get. get. I always heard of stuff we all get. Well, for sure. we say shit we always get. It's what you get at conventions and stuff like that. And then Bieber's yeah, like, my swag, my sh- no, fuck your swag. <laughs> and he's, it, moving, was, he's moving to Kentucky. What the fuck? That predated Bieber. Oh, it did. That most definitely predated me. Oh, my God. All right. So that's what all we learned. Uh, remember, follow us on Facebook, on Twitter, at Fracking Nerds. Uh, you don't have a Twitter page yet, do you? No. Nope, probably not going to happen. Nope. So if you want to talk to L Rock or myself, you just put it on Fracking Nerds. Yeah, put on Fracking Nerds. One of us Nerds. will answer you. And we're constantly updating news and information. And then uh, we'll probably, uh, we'll probably, we won't talk. Well, I don't know. If I go see. Uh, if I go see uh, Superman versus Batman before uh, we do the show on Tuesday, maybe we'll have a discussion you mean about Thursday? it. Thursday? <laughs> no, oh, next Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, next Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah, I am off that day. Yeah, I can go to, go to early one <laughs> and then do that. All right. So uh, for L Rock, this is Doc Martin saying have a fracking good week. Peace.